Oh, hello there. It's me, Genuine. Previously on the rolls we made. Ren, Hemlock, and Salt were making their way through Spring Willow Academy, now changed into a nightmarish assortment of different people's fantasies as a result of mysterious magic that has enveloped the school. After finding gardening club student Lily trapped inside of a giant tree, Salt was approached by me and told that if she tried to suppress any more of the magic inside of Spring Willow Academy, she would meet an untimely end. I know, why stop there? This led the group into another more sinister illusion. Salt's bedroom. Ren, Hemlock, and Salt rescued a young woman who had been hiding in terror in Salt's closet. When they attempted to send her down to Dell's den, they realized the horrible truth. Because Professor Danvers had used her blue orb to seal off the practice building, everyone was going to die. I guess this means this might be the finale. Let's see what happens today on the rolls we made. You guys are in the planar studies room, which was the room that when you originally got there, it looked like Salt's bedroom. And then you guys were getting ready to leave the room. And when you opened the door... Space! Yes, you saw space. <laughs> I think I described it like this before, but if I didn't, retcon. When you opened that door, you could see, like, it did look like a star field with, like, this this smoke beneath you. We're high as fuck. Uh, <laughs> and you see, like... In the distance, islands. That, that's the only way you can really describe it. They look like islands, is thousands of them. Kingdom Hearts. No. Okay. It's Animal Crossing, <laughs> you fool. Yeah, it's, this is what happens when you hop in Dodo's plane if you looked out the window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's thousands upon thousands of islands at varying distances, incredibly far away from each other. The girl who you were with, the, the tiefling girl with the big goofy glasses, she asked you very specifically, did Professor Danvers yeah. use that blue orb All right, she said to seal die. the room up? Right. And you said yes, and she says, we're probably going to die. <laughs> Question, can we address that? <laughs> Are you saying that as Ren? <laughs> okay. Don't I sound like Ren? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the girl, she introduces herself as Halifax. Yeah. Oh. Cool name. I like you. That's yeah. a street I deliver on. Yeah. She is a she's <laughs> a tiefling girl and she's um feel like one at least one of you would know this. She's like a well-known nerd. Mm, a well-known Isn't that a Pepe? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They, everyone knows she's a nerd. It's the jumbo shrimp. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, yeah, her name is her name is Halifax, and she's like, okay, how can I explain this? And you guys take a seat in the planar studies room. Because of that, you are benefiting from a short rest, Sweet. so you can use your hit dice to recover some health. You get your bardic inspirations back. You get your spells back. Yeah. Salt. Man, if I rogues that. are good all the time, so I don't know what you get back other than health. Uh, while you guys are resting and recovering, um, so I don't know actually that you'd ever been in here before. Um, it's like a planetarium on the ceiling of this room. But when you look up, it actually does look like a star field. Like it looks like it does outside, but but it's like an illusion because for a second you can see it like flicker and you just see like the roof over you. 
Um, but then it fades back in, and you see a planet. But the, the weird thing about it is it's, it's covered with these deep scars, like a puzzle, like if someone put together a puzzle with different pieces from, from, every, from a bunch of different sets. Halifax looks at you guys and is like, okay, um, the reason we're going to die. So <laughs> my presentation, how much do you guys know about our plane? Just pretend like I know nothing at all. Okay. My daddy knows how to fly one. We're going to give you the chance to really show us your stuff. Here's what's called a spout lore <laughs> roll, you fools. Roll spout lore. First of all, <laughs> let's keep the name calling out of it, nerd. All we right? name call you. We you don't nice. name yeah. call us. No, make an arcana roll, all of you. <laughs> I want to see what you guys know. 18, motherfucker. Three. Plus. Oh, 15. God. That's bad. Fucking great. I'm dumb. Now I get to make a hard move. I got 15. Okay, hang on. Let me me just check for Uh him here. I don't like it when Joe's happy. I do. It's so (laughs) jovial. I like Halifax because she sounds like she's the lead singer of whatever this world's paramour is. (laughs) Yeah, actually. (laughs) She's not. Total bookworm. (laughs) Halifax, she starts messing with the console a little bit. And you guys quickly think through like all the things you know about the plane that you are on, which is basically that the plane you're on was created by an event. They just called it the Calamity. That's what they named it. Um, And what happened was portions of different planes from all over the planar verse, which is all the different worlds (laughs) of. Yeah, that's the name of all the different worlds in D&D. They got carved off, literally like what she's showing, like puzzle pieces. And then they just got merged together. That's what you all sort of know. Now, you had a really good role, so you kind of fill in a positive detail. (laughs) A lot of the planar systems that were included, most of them were civilized. Most of them had um, what we would consider to be like cities and towns and culture and people. The great thing about that was um, now that all these different planar systems were merged together, everyone was sort of like chill. What we would describe as old prejudices didn't make sense in this planet that was made up of everything. So our plane didn't make it. No, our plane did not. Okay. Yeah, they might have got some of the ocean from us. Aww. Because as far as I know, there's plastic on this plane. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Now... <laughs> Twitter Jeff had a very bad role. <laughs> so you recall from Jeff Magicman's course. <laughs> Still paying for it. Magic on this plane works very strangely, and magical interaction is super fucked up. So do they have handkerchiefs there? They do. <laughs> okay. That has what a- about <laughs> chandelier? Yes. We know. Yes. We know you're a chandelier boy. <laughs> All of the magical interactions on this planet are volatile they don't they don't work exactly right um as they would do on say like uh you know in in neverwinter or in in, in like the sword coast or something like that like where, where normal D happens mm. this plane is weird you guys sort of fill in these these blanks as she's talking like finishing her statements <laughs> that's not annoying that's, rude. that's not a habit of mine <laughs> for her it's fine because she's not used to like people knowing shit oh, okay. <laughs> which by the way like i'm assuming you you knew your knowledge from jeff magicman's course yeah. how do you how do you know planar stuff uh because you had the highest I, role which actually makes sense i badgered genuine in detailing me stuff that makes perfect through sense. sheer irritationness 
And uh, Ren? I don't even know if I said anything. She hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, you no, you said the very you said the baseline that you know like the the plane is uh is composed of different components. The planes in Spain stay <laughs> good job. Stay in the rain. How did I know yes. that stuff? Um, <laughs> I was gonna say Schoolhouse Rock. Yes, <laughs> just, watched, just watched one of those Saturday plays. I guess there's no cartoons. No, but I do like the idea that yeah, that makes sense to me. Like I like. Oh, it could be the guy who runs the Scholastic Book Fair. Maybe he had like a short-lived. <gasps> Yeah, uh, like troupe that would come. <laughs> yeah, to like a theater troupe that would go to like. Oh man, yeah, that's canon. You, that's now canon. Yeah, Ozel. That's good. Ozel Notchbrow. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I learned, man. Yeah, it's a really long title. It's like the Ozel Notchbrow School for Kids and Troupe for Fun Stuff that comes to your town every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we got we're we're working on this book fair thing. I'm yeah. really excited. It's going to take gonna off. Get one it day. in a few years. <laughs> Halifax goes over this this very basic information, and then she starts getting into a little, some more complicated stuff. And she says, "Um, so when the planes were sheared off and and merged together, it got animals and." plants and stuff it also tended to get like other beings that are a little less tangible hmm. Ooh, ghosts sure ghosts specters spirits ghouls goblins <laughs> boogeyman those are all good <laughs> man also it, it grabs some gods it grabbed a few gods Ooh, deities yes okay but here's the thing in most planar systems the roles of different deities are Kind of on a first come, first serve basis. <laughs> so if, say, a god of illusion magic were to show up, that's great. If a second one were to show up. Fight to the death. Not exactly. Damn it. The plane wouldn't really know what to do with that. Kill him. Vice president. No. <laughs> you guys are doing real good. <laughs> 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 There's this phenomenon that people have discovered of these rocks that hold immense magical energy. And the thought behind it is that's probably a, a god of some kind that came into this world. Their role was filled. And so they just became a rock. <laughs> you can't roll. Oh, you man, got a rock. That's the fucking pit. Have you ever right? showed up to a party? Someone else is wearing the same dress you were. And you're just like, fuck it. I'll be a rock, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's a real bummer. <laughs> it's really not okay. So... <laughs> My thinking is, you guys have obviously, did you have the spatchcock lesson? Uh, yeah, we don't speak yeah, about that. We don't, but yeah. Yeah. we don't talk about that. So my thinking is, Professor Danvers has one of these stones. Does she know? I'm sure she does. I mean, like, it's not, it's not really dangerous, except because she put a chimera in it. Uh-huh. This is this is what your knowledge brought because of the magical interaction. Whatever is keeping the chimera alive, it's messing with the stone that Professor Danvers has, which is making everything in here cray cray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I have an idea. I think we can sort of tone it down. Have you guys seen those white crystals in the different classrooms as you've been walking around? Uh-oh. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> those have a tendency to suppress magic. So if we can just turn a few more of those on, we'll be able to, like, calm the magic in here. I don't like And we'll be able to find the, the chimera pretty easily. And Vito. yeah, as, as, as you say that, <laughs> Genuine's like, 
This this chick's wild. Halifax walks over to the door of the planar studies room, and she opens a little compartment. She says, this is one of the crystals. All we have to do is, well, for someone to charge it up. Uh-oh. So uh, any any takers? We don't no. know. I don't know she... shit about this. Yeah. I am the lord of the crystals, and I tell you, my subject, my minion, <laughs> <laughs> that I will not touch that crystal with a hair on my head. Also, is that where your magic comes from? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, side thing, would she assume that one of us could charge it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And for sure, she thinks salt can. Okay. Don't so I have magic. Can't I be the charger of crystal? Any one of you, I think, would be <laughs> capable. It's just salt is the known for being like oh, she's known as a wizard, which is a lie. She, it's yeah. a very poorly kept secret now at the school. It's sort of an open <laughs> secret. Um, but no, salt is just known as like a wizard in this school. So it's like, yes, she would be able to so charge. It. That's why Dell suggested it. Originally. Does it mess with her if I charge it instead? Oh, are you asking? <laughs> are you asking me the dungeon master? Yes. Yes. Uh, because she, that nerd doesn't know anything. I wouldn't really know exactly how to answer that. Would it mess with salt if you turn this crystal on? It would mess with all of you in the sense that now the crystal's on, it can do its thing. It, well, it, it affects everybody. But didn't Genuine say that it'll fuck with her, especially if they keep turning on? Genuine basically made it out like if you turn these crystals on, you're going to die. And yeah. like whether or not that extends to all three of you is a little up in the air. <laughs> he was but not. But Genuine was very sure. Ask him can, well, can you like ask her? Like, because you're the only one that your character has information about this, there being a negative effect to it. Yeah. Can you ask her, like, I've heard, <laughs> I heard from the, a book. <laughs> I heard tell down on the corner yeah. that uh, if you <laughs> turn on these crystals, uh, it's bad for for the kind of us who uh, has the magic. I mean, I not no, not necessarily magic. It just sort of, um, it suppresses. It, it keeps like. I know this sounds weird, but the magic of deities, it, it keeps it kind of at bay. Oh, shit. Uh, I knew I was a god. Uh, oh, god. Is it Here just, we go. just that magic or all magic? Will uh, this suppress all magic? More or less magic? that kind. I okay. mean, but I mean, there's there's benefits to that, obviously, because like if that magic is kept, you know, pushed down a ways, then I mean, we'll open the door and probably the hallway will be back and we'll be able to like walk through the school and go to where the chimera is, which is probably like two rooms away. Can we uncharge it after we charge it? Well, that would just turn it off. So no. Why? Because then it would be like we didn't charge it at all. That's that's how on and off works. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I reach out to you. give her a high five. <laughs> <laughs> she misses by a country mile. Oh, you, you poor fool. Time slows down in the game, and we have to choose between two <laughs> options. Mm -hmm. That's going to affect. Oh God, this just turned into a telltale game. Yeah, yeah. really. Oh, shit. <laughs> is is genuine a deity? No, no. But he's a he's a, he's a familiar. <laughs> yes, but the thing that salts magic is her magic comes from a patron who uh -oh. is a deity of some kind. So God damn it. Well, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> well, so basically, like, if we turn all these on, you might be left without the ability to do any magic. Or I could be dead. Or Yeah, yeah we're not, like, just, just so we're clear, like, the, the ones that you've turned on thus far, 
they have not really affected your ability to do magic, but genuine is but very this certain like this will be bi- bad. a big one because our whole everything has changed. <laughs> so this yeah. might fuck you up. Or is genuine being a selfish little shit and it would only hurt him? But I guess it would hurt me. Yeah, this is, this is the question that I have posed to you, the what? adventuring party. Are you going to charge this crystal or leave it uncharged? I don't want to hurt. I think the hallway looks pretty tight this. right now. <laughs> um, is there one of these in every room? Mm-hmm. I mean, there should be, unless it was broken or something. Yeah, unless it was broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Do we trust Genuine, who we don't even know about? Yeah, you guys don't even. Yeah, only one who knows Genuine exists is uh, is Salt. So pretty much, you would have to basically like you're kind of the lead on it because neither of us know why we you would say no to charging it. You would just be like, trust me, and I'd be like, ah, I would rather <laughs> not do that. <laughs> All right. So okay. So here's the thing. I don't know how smart you guys are. You don't seem that stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> as a warlock, which I am. What? Huh? Oh my gosh, so surprising. Oh my gosh. I get my power from Halifax's my, eyes go wide. My magnetic personality. <laughs> and also maybe another being from another plane. And my personality and its magnetism tells me that maybe I don't want to charge the crystal. Because maybe it will hurt my my magnetic personality. (laughs) (laughs) This is all hypothetical. And then then Genuine's like real smooth. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sometimes honesty might be the best way to go. Fine. Genuine, can you show yourself? Oh my God, is this it? Is this it? Do it, do it, do it. Yes. What the fuck is that? No. Um... You all see him in different places. <laughs> so for uh, Salt, he's just sitting on a table. Halifax sees him like sitting on your head. <laughs> and she like flips out. She's like, whoa. <laughs> Ren, you see him like, like kind of just like, like walking on like thin air above <laughs> you. And you just see his horrible horse talons. And he's like, hey, Ren. Oh, God. That stuff that that waterfall gave me is kicking in. <laughs> After a whole arc. Yeah, it took one whole arc. It's a slow release. <laughs> slow roll. Uh, Hemlock, you don't even see him. You don't see him for a second. And then I, I'm, I'm imagining you look into your, your satchel and he's just in there looking back at you. <laughs> I have snacks in there. Fuck off. <laughs> I shall not. Uh, and that's the other thing, too. He, you only hear what he says to you. Individual. You don't You don't hear it. Like, if he was to say something to Salt, you wouldn't necessarily hear okay. that. Okay. But um, now we're aware of his existence. Now you're aware of his existence. Can we call on him? Uh, Are we friends? You can ask him. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, I cannot wait for this. And then he he pops on a he pops on the table and everyone kind of stares and um Halifax just goes up. She's just looking really close and she's like, Ooh, oh man, are you from Avernus? And he's like, please back off. That's my girl. <laughs> That's my girl right there. You can all see genuine. Well um, you should talk to him. He's a great conversation. Are we assuming that like when you're speaking for genuine now, it's technically coming out of her mouth? No. Okay. That would be funny. Genuine, genuine talks from his own mouth. Okay. But we, but be, but but we, we can't, can't hear, him. hear him. So just so we're clear, like genuine can kind of control who can see him and how they see him. So like 
in this particular instance, um, I'm just imagining that, that this is from a context clue. Um, and so I'm not going to roll for it. When you're all talking to Genuine, if he wants you to see something different, you will. That's just what he can do. Okay. Okay. I'm um, here for it. That's why he's able to kind of like move around to random places. He's everywhere. Just, like, disappear and reappear. Like the he, Cheshire cat. Yeah, he can kind of just control really what people see. Is. So so if unless I say specifically otherwise, like you can all see him and whatever he says He's making sure you can all see it, unless I say to you specifically, Ren, you see this. Hemlock, you see this. Uh, okay. Just so we have a baseline on how yeah. genuine works, works now. So can he, could you explain to us better these crystals and how? <laughs> yeah. Also, we hi. got an explanation, <laughs> but you know, the, I could, I you know. Said, I'm right here. Oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> 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 no. And I know magic. <laughs> yeah, we need a little you remember, uh Do you remember our good friend, the rock spider? Yeah. You know why that happened? No. The reason why that happened is because there was a bunch of negative emotions that had to go somewhere. And guess where they went, Ren? Where? In the ground from okay. you. Oh, okay. You wow. know what? Coming off hard. We just met. <laughs> oh, just you're met. right. I'm sorry. Here, let me help you. And then he vanishes. And then he reappears in front of you holding up like a little cupcake. <laughs> oh, oh, it's fake. <laughs> it's not even real. Yeah, that's right. I do this kind of stuff now. <laughs> I like it. He pops back to the table <laughs> and he goes, uh, you suppress what's happening in here. Sure. Easier time dealing with the chimera. But what's it going to cost later? Ooh, that's later me's problem. Genuine disappears. You God damn it. Oh, look at those fucking riddles. <laughs> Is this why you are the way you are? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this answers a little bit. Answers a lot of questions. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like we're better friends now. Yeah. Halifax, um, Halifax is super like her mind's kind of she's, she's kind of reeling a little bit because yeah. this, this is a huge reveal for her <laughs> and us and yeah. you guys yeah yeah your characters are f fucking freaking out of imagining so was that thing like a horse or that a raptor or genuine is my pony i'm sorry what's his name genuine okay all right because he's my pony okay do you, you get it nope you ride the pony <laughs> Okay. Of course, I. Genuine pops every, into just you, Ren, and goes, "No." Every every, every day, <laughs> to and from school, between classes, hard no. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> Could have a lot more fun with that. I'm gonna say we don't charge it because I don't want this weird shit to happen later on. Uh -huh. Well, if we don't charge it, it's gonna hurt anybody right now. Maybe you guys. We could take it. Well, I just got full health. I mean, I'm at full health. <laughs> Let's do That's it. A good attitude. Okay. <laughs> Halifax doesn't fight you on this because you've you've revealed genuine, and we're gonna have to. Jeez, there's gonna be some stuff now. to deal with with that one. Oh boy. Um, okay. You better keep your mouth shut. Wait, wait. Threatener. Let me let me let me talk to her. I take off her glasses. I put them in my pocket. And uh, Why? hey, those are mine. This will help with our popularity. Why'd you Why'd you take my glasses? Because. I want you to know what it will be like for you <coughs> if you talk about what you saw here. I, You'll take away my eyesight? I use yes, sleight I of hand. Will. That I, is what I am saying. I'm using sleight of hand to discreetly pull them back out, and I kind of side handle, <laughs> side hand them back to. Well, that'll Halifax. be that'll be a roll. All right. You got to roll Bail. against Bail. Salt, against salt. Actually, seventeen. You have to oh, you roll your perception. Ten. 
So you don't notice that <laughs> Hemlock deftly reaches into your bag, pulls the glasses out, and just slips them back to Halifax when you're back. And I just go. She pops them back on. Um, she goes. Why is everyone against me? Well, I'm not. Okay, if if we're not going to charge the crystal, then that that leaves us with another problem. Then is, I mean, the chimera isn't in here. And then she opens the door and she's like, "He's over there." And there's like an island that's maybe like, uh, fifteen hundred feet away. Oh God, pretty far. <laughs> But you can see a lot of motion on it, like something's thrashing stirring, around. Something's stirring. He's like, Uh-oh. unless we take out that chimera, we're going to be stuck here until we charge the crystal. I mean, because we get bored. Uh, hungry well, what do we have? Okay, so we just have to get over there. Mm-hmm. Feet's In my far. dream, I could just float through. It's true. Can let's I just float let's through? Let's try floating through space. And then, and then how that's she's like, this isn't a dream, Ren. This is well, this is real life. I mean, well, it's an illusion spell that we're stuck inside of, but this is so real. If it's, a, if it's an illusion spell, are we just still in the hallway? Can't we just if we could just get mind over matter? Yeah, can't we just right. walk through? Believe that there's a ground. If I look through my hand. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, that does nothing. But uh, okay. <laughs> let's do the triple hand. We put our hands on top of each yeah, other and look through. Our like, I'm, I'm really happy you guys are using teamwork, but that's not going to get us through this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, mind over matter. Um, Halifax uh, hears you say that, and she goes, um, "I mean, it's technically possible. I mean, if if this, like you said, it is an illusion spell. I mean." Illusions are broken by belief. If you know that it's not real, then it will stop being whatever it is. But yeah. you have to, you have to like, you have to know it. You have to really believe it. And, and these illusions are really hard to shake. Like it's really hard. So, I mean, you can try, but I, I don't know how that's, I think, I mean, you saw me hiding in a closet from like a ghost night. So yeah, I mean, it's hard to shake that these aren't real things. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, but yeah, he did do actual damage. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in our head, man. It's <laughs> all up here. It's like the Matrix. So, who's Neo? Who's going who's gonna to try to pierce this illusion? What do we, what do we have to, when we roll, what are we rolling for? Uh, you'll have to tell me what you try to do. Oh. So we have to think of our own ways to walk. kind of. Do it. I'm just going to try and walk like it's, the, I'm going to get my map out so I know where I'm going. Um, walk backwards. <laughs> All right, so Ren, you are going to very confidently try to take a step Hold out on. of the door Hold into on. a void. Wait, Hold on. I blindfold you. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Can I? Because if I don't see it, yeah. then I could just be like, it's cool, man. Yep, yep, yep. And just walk. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hemlock blinds me. Handkerchiefs. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> we have to bring him in every episode. <laughs> yes. We're contractually We're obligated. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to talk to you guys about that. But um, so <laughs> you you're <laughs> blindfolded. Make a wisdom saving throw. Believe. Just believe. I have no wisdom. <laughs> All right, this is the scene from Hook, but the opposite. <laughs> you're not even gonna believe what it's I got. A twenty. What you got? Yeah. I got a twenty. Swear <laughs> <laughs> <Third> to God. <laughs> The gods want it. Look, I'm holding it so you could see it. I believe you. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Can I use my bardic inspiration? You don't need it. You oh, don't need it. With a 20, it is harder than that, but I'm going to respect that you got a 20. <laughs> nice. You take a step 
you're about to take a step, I should say. Um, it smells like ozone out here. Like it smells like very oh, rancid air. Uh, okay. Oh. Is that what ozone smells like? Um, and as you're about to step your foot down, Hemlock, you grab Ren's arm and pull her back into the room, like instinctively. Oh. Yeah. Um, Why you gotta do and that? And then, though? and then you say, say, just say something to Ren, whatever it might. Be. Whoa, little doggy. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Almost like it's not even of your accord, you shove Ren out the door. What the? I, oh, and Ren, when you take that step, I you're back see. in the hallway. <sighs> so I, I grabbed her to stop her and then I pushed her. Uh huh. But it wasn't necessarily me. This is that thing you can do. That you know how your magic works? No. Oh, the. My hand, my hand boning. You hand boned. That's what that's what that role was gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I'm interpreting what that twenty means because there was there was literally no way that you would survive. That. Oh my god. Well. But that's well, how I'm going to interpret god. it because that's what. Yeah. You roll the twenty, and I'd be like, it'd be hard for me to justify that a yeah. twenty wasn't good enough. What was the rule? What was the rule supposed to be to beat it? Like above a twenty. <laughs> Higher than a twenty. Wow. Yeah. So um yes. So now I can just see the hallway. You all, you're still blindfolded, but. Now uh, you guys can't. Bird box. <laughs> when Ren steps down, like it's like the floor comes out of nowhere. Like it just Ooh. rises up instantly under her foot and the hallway's back. And it just looks like the hallway. Uh, he whatever Hemlock did to interpret Ren's saving throw <laughs> broke the illusion. <laughs> Hamboning will save your life, man. Yeah, wow, yeah. I really can't believe you got a 20. <laughs> I, know, I had I so much either. shit prepared. That is um, I yeah. showed you. I can't believe he let you roll that knowing you had a zero plus to wisdom. Oh, hey, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is a game of illusion. <laughs> hey, baby, life's a gamble. You got to roll the dice. <laughs> the die. Oh. <laughs> You're back in the room, and Halifax is like amazed. She's like, "Wow, wow, that was really cool." Yeah, that was really cool. You know, I I swear, I thought you were gonna die. Yeah, I was oh. so sure of it. Okay, a million percent, right, Salt? You really didn't jump in to do much. I know, but because I well, because I didn't want to. I mean, I, I, I mean, it was about belief, right? I didn't want to like doubt you because yeah, if I doubted yeah. that, you would have totally died. Well, I'm glad that you're telling me now. <sighs> I'm glad that I know now. So cool. Yeah, it was pretty sick, huh? It's uh, like clapping. It's like right, let's it's like the in, fuck out of here. Peter Pan. We all had to clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys, you gotta clap in here. <laughs> yeah, you you are back in the hallway on the second floor. Um, it immediately returned to looking normal. Down the hallway, you can tell like things are looking wiggly. Mm. But any light that you see from like a classroom into this hallway is incredibly dim. It may as well be pitch black in here. You hear uh, a lot of thrashing coming down the hallway from one of the rooms to the south part of the second floor of the practice building. What do you want to do? Let's head Take that. my blindfold off. <laughs> you continue walking into it. I'm a just wall. like, ah. <laughs> I, was, I was all ready for all these blindfold shenanigans. <laughs> You take the blindfold off. I'm going to head towards yeah. that. Scrap. Let's go Let's do down it. that direction. Um, as you start walking down the hallway, you, you see more of those golems. From what you can guess, you see the hallway leading back to the main building as you're walking past. Um, and as you continue down, you see you get to the end of the hall and you see to the right is the study hall room you see the chimera in it. <laughs> um, laying on a laying on a table. Aww. Um, yeah. And then on the other side of the, the study hall, like hiding behind a counter, you just imagine it's hiding. You see someone's hair. It looks like it looks like Liberty Spikes. 
really, uh, really long Black Liberty spikes just hiding behind this counter. <laughs> it's trying to hide from the Chimera, not from you guys. So it's it, it it's not doing a very good job blocking its sight, line of sight from the door. So you can just see like someone occasionally poking their head out and ducking <laughs> down again because they're very scared of what's in the room. What do you guys want to do? Poof. Tippy toe. Can I sneak? I want to like. Can I do my do my do my sneak deek and then try and get over to the the liberty spikes? Sure. Yeah. Make a stealth roll. Seven plus nine, <laughs> 16. Oh, okay. That's fine. You manage to uh, kind of slip in through the second door of the study hall, move a little bit to the back, and you are now um, kneeling next to the Liberty Spikes guy. He's a, he's a Gensai boy, um, probably around 17. He's wearing what the, would the, be the fantasy equivalent of like a punk rock. I was like, is this, is this fantasy um, Papa Roach? Is this what? <laughs> yes. Sure. To him. He's yeah, like, okay, yeah. You know what? Retcon. He has a lot of chains on his wall. And he's wearing fantasy Jinkos. Oh, man. Yeah. You mean, no, he's not. Those are always a fantasy. <laughs> um, no, but he sees you and he's like, shh. You see that thing? It's scary. No yeah. shit. Yeah, I, we know. We're, we're going to get you out of here. What do you mean, get me out of here? I don't need to get out of here. I'm good. You want to stay here, you piece of shit? You gonna- You're not there, <laughs> and neither are you. It's oh. just, it's this is all a hemlock adventure. You guys are by the door, kind of just right. looking, Damn. wishing that you could sneak. <laughs> yeah, you let me be mean. You guys could do a bunch of shit, but I could do this. Uh, no, but he, he, he turns to you and he's like, I can take this thing up. You can take this thing. Yeah, I can take this thing. Okay, why does it smell like pee here and you haven't taken it already? I'm marking my territory to scare it. I wanted, I wanted to know that I'm, not, I'm nothing to mess with. Right, okay. Well, are you stronger than a wall or a door? Because it's busted through those things. Yeah, I'm way stronger than a wall okay. and a door. I t- I, does he have arm hair? Uh, no, actually. Okay, does he... <laughs> Does, does he have neck hair? No. Does he have any He's hair actually at all? a pretty clean-shaven boy. Okay. <laughs> so it's just spikes. Just the Liberty Spikes. The sp- which I- are elaborate, let me say. All right. Um, I need to persuade this guy to shut the fuck up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, go ahead and try. All right. uh, what, do you want to what, what do you want him to do? I was like, okay, well, I'm glad that you're here to help us because me and my friends, we need to get out of here too. We're about to make a move, so we're not going to move until you give the go-ahead. There's about 14 golems outside of this room as well. So we managed to sneak past them, but they have our sin. They're going to be here in about two minutes or so. So I hope that you have a really good plan because we're relying on you. What's your name? Rexon. Rexon. Okay, Rexon, you're going to be the hero of the day, my dude. So in about 10 seconds, I'm just going to make a real loud noise and then we'll go, okay? Give me the nod. Let me know that you're down, bro. Okay, you're going to have to make a persuadable, but that was very fucking good. 15. So, okay, just so I'm clear, you want him to rethink the situation that you guys are in, and your offer is... There's there's golems outside the door. They're going to be coming, and I want him to think that I'm about to pull the trigger on bringing over the chimera, and now he's going to have to quote-unquote face it. I'm trying to think, because based on the rules I've established, certain things have to happen now. Okay. Uh, all right. Salt? Yes. You don't know what what Hemlock is talking about with Rexon. Right. You don't even know it's Rexon, actually. But... I wouldn't know. Here's, what you, here's what you do know. Yeah. After Hemlock said whatever it was he said, you started hearing the trudging of golems. I was right, unfortunately. <sighs> a lot of trudging, as a matter of fact. Fuck. And when you guys glance around your shoulder, you see... 
Yes. A fucking battalion of these things. Oh. Shut the door. They're all glowing. <laughs> they're all walking this way. And they're all like looking pretty ready to fuck you guys right up. Do they see us? I think you did make it out that they were coming to this room. I feel like that was. Did I, am I a soothsayer with the shit? No, you're making it happen, dumbass. Remember what? Remember how this? Remember how we established this room works? Yeah. You guys said if you believe hard enough, and guess what? You convinced. Oh. You have successfully convinced Rexon that fifteen golems are coming. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> you know what, I'm Ren? Just trying to help us yeah. out. Good yeah. job. You get a point of grades for that one. Plus one to grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's rethinking his plan. What do you guys want to do now? We can't fight all those things plus the chimera. We're going to get rocked. Well, what are we going to do? Wait, I mean, if they're coming because I believed as hard as I... Uh, no, that Rexon believed. That Rexon believed as hard as... Uh, that these things were actually coming. So you need to convince them, JK. Yeah. Yeah. They're not coming. Be like... I am just, I'm just joshing you, bro. Just joshing you, bro. Oh, no. The ultimate Josh. <laughs> just trying to reverse psychology, bro. Your plan now is to just be like, Never I'm, mind. I'm kidding. JK. I guarantee Hello. you that will be way harder to do. Salt, you seem to have like a plan. What do you want to do? Well, I was just going <laughs> to cast a protection spell on myself. Um, but <laughs> when you say wow. yourself, do you mean us? She does not. None of her spells work that way. <laughs> I know that as a fact. Oh. Could one of you guys get to me? Because then you could come over to me. I could be like, oh, and yeah. you could be like, oh, yeah, no, their tote's gone. All right. I got a plus. I got a plus five to stealth. Okay. Jojo looks displeased. No, I'm just I'm just waiting to know what you guys are going to do. Okay. What are you checking your emails over there? <laughs> I think I'm going to start keeping a timer. All right. I'm going to I'm going to sneak in there and be like they're gone. <laughs> so then the kid thinks they're gone. I'll have to lead in because you don't know technically what's been happening with oh, me and him. True. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and uh, and make a stealth roll. 14 plus five. Okay. You've successfully snuck to Rexen. Here I am, Hemlock. What's up? Rin, so I was just telling Rexton about all those golems that are coming, oh, and no. I, I'm pretty sure they're all gone, right? You guys were over by the door. They bounced? Oh, yeah, but Salt, you should have seen what she did out there. She pulled some scary-ass shit. Smash cut to Salt right now. Genuine's on your shoulder going, how have you survived this long with these idiots? Oh. Cut back to you guys. <laughs> she did some scary... Some scary wizard <laughs> wink wink right. dance. And then those guys. We did find out she is some sort of wizard recently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wizard. Yeah. And then they just turned right around and just hightailed it as fast as stone figures can run. I mean, they don't have heads, so they I can. They got you know, out of there. Yeah. Okay. And this is all in hushed whispers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So your goal is to convince Rexon that the, the golems left. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No one's home. No roll. one's home. Gone fishing. Aww. Roll to persuade. Please roll good. My dad taught me to be very persuasive. The thing you're convincing him of is that the golem's left, and the offer you're making is that you were just out there where salt was. I could have used my pen of approximate answers. Oh, no. 19. <laughs> Plus? Your persuasion. Uh, persuasion. You're pretty high, I think. Yeah. Plus four. Damn. <laughs> Not going to do it. Dude, what? What? Uh, fucking okay. pump your shit up, bro. All right. It's time Bardic to knock him inspiration. out. No, wait. Yeah, you would have to. I don't know. Is it going to do it? It's possible. Yes. Or you could just knock it's him over the head real hard. 
Yeah. Yeah, but all, we're already committed to this tactic. So you have to Never roll. Never too now. late to knock someone over. Or fuck. Twenty-eight. Are you kidding me? Mm. Wait. Is that 28? That's 28. You just convinced him of something, and now you're trying to convince him of the exact opposite. And the problem with that is he can hear the fucking golems. Uh, yeah, but they're just in the hall. They're walking by. Too late. Yeah, they're going away from us, man. Yeah, he's like, what do you mean? They're right out there. And he says that. God, you. And the chimera sh shudders, and uh, you see its eyes start to open. First the lions, then the rams, and then the snake tails. Cool kid. Uh, Salt, what would you like to do? <sighs> Fucking shit. Okay. I'm going to um based on based on the Chimera's, you know, badassness, I assume that command, like in order to run command. It's not so, smart enough. So the golems would not be either? That I don't know. Maybe. Um depends what you want him to do. I want him to attack the other guy. You're going to command a golem to attack a golem. This will be a surprise round, so go ahead. Uh, what do I have to do in order to, to make this work? Wisdom saving throw. Can't be that smart. It's a chimera or a golem. Okay, well, I got a two. <laughs> so you wanted one of the golems to attack another golem? I want him to just start, you know, moshing and, you know. So what's the one word command you give to it? <laughs> <laughs> that look. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say two? Okay. Um, <clears throat> spin attack. Spin aggressively. Spin attack. Spin attack. Spin attack. Genuine is staring at you like, I'm going to let hyphens count just this once. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> one of the golems, the, the first one in the column, sticks out. It's arms like a, like a T-pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just spins and cracks into the golem next to it, which reacts to this. And now they're like having a little bit of a tussle down the hallway. Um, you've used a spell slot, so please mark that off. Now we're going to roll for initiative. Fuck oh. my life. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad we're out of these weird puzzles. <laughs> what are you going to do? I just want to fight. <laughs> 15. 15 as well so we gotta Ooh. roll again roll again 9 17 alright so are we assume that maybe the golems are preoccupied in the hallway for right now they're down the hall they're um, is the door shut no shut the door shut. shut the door shut the door <laughs> there's two doors now I knock the kid out. <laughs> God damn it. I guarantee you that will not go the way you're thinking. Salt, after you have done this, I can't believe you've done this. After you have done this, the golems are kind of uh, tussling with each other down the hallway. Um, you can only sort of make them out because they're glowing a little bit because of the cracks in them where the energy sort of appears. Inside of the classroom, the chimera has popped awake. It's sitting on top of the, uh, the front center desk of the study hall. It's pretty big. Uh, lion size at the very least. It has a giant ram's head, giant lion's head, and a snake's head. They all look distinct. Um, the snake head is actually look, turned to you. Um, the room has a bunch of tables in it. You can see like out the study hall window. You can see the main building kind of obscured through the, the blue wall. There's the staircase down to the bottom floor and then obviously the door into the room. Um, what do you want to do? I'll just... Uh, this thing has three heads, so... I'll just join you. <laughs> But I'm also going to cast the protection spell on myself. Okay. You cast protection from good and evil? 
So mark off a spell slot that you did that. This is your last spell. And you are now thusly protected from good and evil. You also go into the room. The next turn is going to go to Halifax, who also runs into the room. Oh, I didn't know she was around. And slams the door. Good, thank you. Alerting the fucking thing. Super. Ren, (sighs) it's already aware of your presence. What Uh, would you like to do? Is it... I mean it knows. Oh yeah. No, there's no more sneaking. That part's done. <laughs> Can we infuse our weapons with that shit we've had for three episodes? Uh-huh. But he has to do it on his turn, right? Uh yeah, you're He's the one who has it. it. So you can you can uh you can get it from him <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as an action. There you go. Okay. Yeah, so you have it. If you want to infuse your weapons, uh that'll be your action. Yes. Uh you quickly take the little canister from Hemlock and you both zip Odin. zap, and now your weapons are glowing a light green. Wow! Whoa. It is now the turn of Hemlock. Hemlock, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I want to tell, is there anywhere like like a cupboard or anything that this kid could hide behind? I want to get him out of the way a little bit. There are cupboards and stuff, but I'm already going to tell you, you're not going to convince him of anything. <laughs> I convinced him of this. So. You've, yeah, you've done enough. <laughs> Damn it. Alright, um, I'll take it back and then I'll, I'll I'll blaze it. I'll blaze it across my stuff. That's your turn. Rexon gets up from behind and he hops up on the table God. and then like a, he leaps forward to punch the chimera as you guys are like charging your weapons. He deserves to die, Bro. guys. What the fuck? Let him die. As he goes, you see that there's this kind of a glowing orange light around his hands as he does so. Oh, shit. Okay. Maybe this was worthwhile. You piece of shit. Is he a monk? Or he just believes that he's really strong. He does does 10 damage uh, with a single solid punch to the face of this chimera. And you can actually see like an indent of his hand where he punched it. Oh, what class is he? He's a monk. DM. Oh, really? (laughs) It is now the turn of the chimera. Is it's going to throw its ram's head at Rexon? Which hits him. Oh, no. And it does six damage to Rexon, and it knocks him basically flying backwards behind a table, and he lands on his back. The next thing it's going to do is it's going to the snake head. It leaps out towards Halifax. Oh, Oh, Paramore! Hits her. For <laughs> is she something? Is she got a class? Is she a fighter? What's going she on? She takes Nerd. three damage she and can... she is poisoned. Oh no! For four turns, the snakehead gets to Halifax. Um, its teeth dig into her arm, and she like yelps in pain. And you see this glowing purple light um, from its teeth. And then when it pulls its head away after she like wrenches her arm, you see blood, and also you see like some glowing purple. And she does not look super good. Oh. Um, so for the next couple turns, she's going to have to deal with being poisoned. It is now the golem's turn. What? Are they still dancing down the hallway? Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, the golems are involved in this fight. They but didn't the, just they the didn't the disappear door. because the you shut the door. Closed. Exactly. They can't <laughs> see shit. Uh, they're still struggling. Um, Salt, back to the top of the order. What would you like to do? I would like to run over to where Rexon is and uh, talk to him a little bit. Okay, yeah, you, you run a, you run across the room to where uh, Rexon is laying on his back. What do you want to do now that you're at him? Okay, Rexon. Hey, buddy. All right, listen. I'm a fucking warlock, right? And I can sense... He sees genuine and he's like, Wah! Yeah, right? I can sense magic in people. You have a lot of magic and you can heal. Remember, you're a monk? And I sense much healing power in you. I think you could heal yourself and I think you could heal our friend over here who just got poisoned. 
This is like, you're like a televangelist. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe. I believe you can believe heal yourself. Lord. You want Rexon to go and heal Halifax of her bite? Yes. Okay. Um, I was just going to cast Cure Wounds. Yeah, make a... Make a <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his fucking the mind next, palace. The next time. Okay, around. yeah, you can do this. This is your, your action. Um, make a persuasion roll. That's five, but I have plus six. So okay, uh, yeah, he's like, because he saw Halifax get bit and she is hurting. He's like, all right, fine. Um, so when it's his turn, that's something that could happen. Good man. Halifax takes damage from the poison. Uh, she takes two points of damage as the poison surges and she she screams in, in pain. Oh, Halifax. Oh, Halifax. The loudest oh, girl Halifax. ever. <laughs> and then um, she kind of like staggers a bit and it looks like she has a headache. Yeah, I bet she does. And then she kind of like collapses against the door frame. Uh, Ren. So he's already going to heal her. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I, I think Salt was pretty convincing. I'm going to go for just a just a basic one, two on the Chimera. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. 13. 13 and 19. Okay, yeah. So that, those both hit. 1d6 plus 4. There we go. Slashing. 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 What does your infusion do? It, I forget what the buff is, though. Yeah, you do 13 damage. Um, wow. That's not reduced by the fact that it's a golem um, as the energy discharges against it. Uh, a golem? Yeah. It's, it's made of clay and It's stuff. made of clay. Oh, whoops. Yeah, the chimera's made of clay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> chimera. That was, the, that was the conceit of this whole adventure yep, is chimera made of clay. You know what? I haven't smoked a cigarette all. Sure. It's confusing because there's golems and then there's and a golem, yeah. golems, I and mean, then there's poison and there's a monk in here I mean, now. Just no, the I don't know. It's like a whole Dungeons and Dragons. In it. <laughs> what are we playing? You strike it in like it's it's uh, lion's head and ram's head. Like you smacked like a pot basically, and you see like a crack forming. Oh sure, let's get that crack. Oh, yeah, it is now crack. the turn of Hemlock. Hemlock, your weapons are also charged. What would you like to do? Sweet. Um, I will uh, vanish and then I will do. I'm gonna do a uh, bow attack. Roll, roll the hide. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll the shoot. Sixteen again. Uh, my short bow is one d six plus three. So you do eighteen <laughs> points of damage to the chimera. This causes so you you fire your arrow that's infused with the green energy into the lion's head. When you do so, the lion's head like caves inward at the forehead. Ugh. Um, and as it does so, the top part of the lion's jaw snaps off. Uh. Oh, not as threatening. <laughs> <laughs> not as scary. It's, but you can, it's still moving. And now that part of it has like literally snapped away, you can kind of see inside of this clay oh, creature. Shit. What's inside? Nougat. What's in a wonder ball? Oh. <laughs> um, just like with the other golems, the inside of it is this glowing red crackling lightning that seems to be zipping around inside of it. Ooh. And now that you've broken off part of its skull, basically, you can see into that. Gross. The lion's head, like, even without Ew. the top part of its jaw, gives off this horrible roar. It's also like its tongue is just out now. It's like... <laughs> and now it is the turn of the chimera, which is now going to strike at you, Ren. For that Wonderball crack, right? <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes. It strikes you with its claws, and it manages to connect. <sighs> not that much. Not that much. 
too much. It does 10 points of damage to you as it rakes you with its uh, clay claws. At least it's not a dog. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's it's kind of a cat. It's every animal but a dog. As it scratches, the ram's head moves in to slam you again, or for the first time, rather, and it succeeds. Oh, I got hit again? Yep. You take another three points of damage, and you are also knocked backwards behind a table, and you are knocked prone. Stupid ram. It's like, ram. Um, what? Knocked prone. You're not knocked down on the ground. Knocked down. Oh, like a turtle upside down. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get up. It is now the turn of Rexon, who has climbed back to his feet and gone over to Halifax, and he moves to. Might as well heal me while you're over here. <laughs> He's not near you. <laughs> and he puts his hands on her on her arm. And he's going to try and heal her up. Suck out the poison. He heals her for three damage. So that's good, but the poison is still affecting her. It is now the turn of the golems. They are still, you still hear them struggling outside, but they are getting closer to the door. Salt, it's now your turn. All right. I'm going to aim Eldritch Blast at its little head hole. Okay. Go ahead and roll to Eldritch Blast. Eight. (laughs) Unless your spell attack is plus six, that's that's a miss. Yeah, I don't know what my spell attack is, actually. It's on the second page, Uh, where your spells are, at the top. Oh, six. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's a hit, and roll again. Uh, Fifteen. Okay, those both hit. You do 12 damage. Um, So that's good. Pew, pew. It is now the turn of Halifax, who takes another four damage Oof. as the as the poison surges through her body. Oh. Yeah, she still doesn't manage to get up, um, so she's still down. Ren, it is now your turn. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on her. So you stand up and you cast I Cure Wounds? I stand up. <laughs> now I cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> okay. Re- read what cure, how Cure Wounds works. Um, a creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. Is there anything about higher level spell slots? Um, at higher level, so second level or higher, then the healing increases by 1d8 for each slot level above first. It would be at least a 2, so it's 2d8. Um, so you heal her for 10 damage. Um, do I which take is her poison away? No, the poison does not go away from cure wounds. You've just healed her okay. back up to full again, but that you can see like the the poison is still like it, you can see it under her skin. Like just How do we get that point? Do I have to suck it out? Suck it like out. it's a jellyfish woo Cut her open and suck it out. <laughs> I love you guys. I'll so suck out. Got her. Got her like a fish. You get the poison out. Uh, Hemlock, it's now your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, do my action same as last. I'm going to uh, vanish. Roll hide. Hide. 17. Okay. And then attack 11. Plus, plus 6. Okay. Yeah, yeah, plus that's, that's a hit. So yeah, so you do 18 damage. Dang. But because your energy has worn out, it's only nine damage. Boo! Oh. I throw the weapon. It's <laughs> like a whole ass turn. It is now the turn of Rexon, who sees that um, kind of attended to, to Halifax. He turns back to the Clay Chimera and does like a leaping kick at it. Is he like uh, Luke Hang, like he's flying yeah. across the room? Yep. And he does six damage. That's not reduced. Just he didn't have a really good damage roll. It's more damage than I would do. It is now the turn of the Chimera, who is going to use its snake head to snap at our good buddy Rex. Stop poisoning people. And yeah. it hits. He's poisoned. Oh, 
He takes three damage, and it's going to last for two turns. So that's cool. Which room are we in again? Study hall. All right, so there's, there's no, like, potential potion in here, probably. I, didn't, I don't know. There's a way to study on how to make it. Uh-huh. We have a montage. We read books <laughs> until we learn how to make an antidote. And the golem's turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever was holding the golems at bay uh, is now worn off. Shit. One of the golems tears the door open right by where Halifax is kind of kneeling against the wall. Uh, fuck. And it steps into the room to strike at you, Ren. Welcome in. <laughs> uh, it hits you. Gonna do some damage to Ren, and it's going to be... Wow. Four. <laughs> a little too happy about that. I think he wants to kill me. This you take five <laughs> damage oh. as, it, as it smacks you. Salt, what would you like to do? I'm going to Eldritch Blast, and I would like to aim both of them at that little fucking snake. <laughs> 16. Okay. 11 plus 6. 17. So those are both hit. And Daniel's wanted to get a snake as a pet, and now look at her. All right. Um, so you fire two Eldritch Blasts at the Chimera. Um, one does strike the snake, but the other one strikes the ram's head body, and then the ram's head also, like the lion's head, bursts apart. And now you just see way more of that red crackling energy in the inside of this Chimera. Um, the snake head is still around. Now that second head is gone. It is now the turn of Halifax. Is it who, just, it's just snake head now? Just snake head. Snake head. Uh, she takes four damage. One more turn of being rolled. Get under a table. Um, let's see if she actually regains consciousness. Oh, shit, she does. Halifax snaps back to being awake. And we will deal with what that means in a second. Uh, Ren, it is now your turn. I guess I'll have to go for the golems since they're hacking. <laughs> they're right there. <laughs> I'm just gonna do my the old, the old, the old uh, one-two oh, punch. Wait, what worked on them? Dissonant. Wi- I don't want to. Burn. We're in boss territory, so I. Oh, okay, I'm gonna use dissonant <laughs> whispers on. Um, so you all cast of that. Dis- <laughs> you can do it on one of them. It's like a game of telephone. Well, but the, not all of them can squeeze through the door, right? It's like a one at a time. Yes, 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 yes. So Unless they do all try and come in and then they're stuck and useless. <laughs> so Ren, you have, you have, you're going to cast Dissonant Whispers at a level two. <laughs> so 46. Okay. Yeah. That's a big hit if it can act. Well, I'm Oh, it does. Girl. Oh, geez, Louise. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Um... Wow. Okay. Hope it explodes on its friends. Yes, and I did something <laughs> <Shrapples>. right. <laughs> 12, uh, 17. Yeah, it does 23 damage. Holy you cast, shit. Um, you you kind of like, well, how, do, how do you, how do you, is that what you say? Whispers? Whispers. As soon as you say that, the golem just shakes itself apart. Golem, it shatters into into like small rocks and shards that spread out around the ground, creating difficult terrain. But yeah, it is dead as shit. Um, another golem's gonna come in soon, but that's. I'll worry about that when it comes. Heck yeah, you will. <laughs> They're not wearing shoes. They're gonna I don't know get. Why. <laughs> yeah. It is now the turn of Hemlock. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to aim for the Chimera. I'm going to sneak. So that's a 12. That's, you're not hidden. You're not hidden. So it's just an attack. It's just an attack. You're not hidden. Just do it. Oh, I'm not hidden. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you're not hitting him. No, you're not hidden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 12. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, so you do five damage. Um, as your arrow hits against the chimera, cool. bounce, it bounces off. I mean, like it's it's uh, it's a chimera made out of clay. I don't know what to tell you. You can't you can't do a ton of damage to it because it's made of clay. We've established this. Someone don't heat it up so we c- it could be hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who did the kill? Okay. <laughs> I nominate you. I take my shirt off. I dance a little. I put your shirt back on you. <laughs> Rexon is going to take two points of damage. Thusly, he collapses due to being unconscious from the power of the poison. Oh, my dude. He does not wake up. That shit is poison. Chimera's turn. <laughs> Yay. The Chimera leaps across the room to you, Hemlock. Oh, thank God. Fuck off. <laughs> I was going to be like, well, now this is just vicious. Now this is personal. <laughs> it hits you twice. Ooh. With its claws and basically the lower parts of the jaw that are still there, it slams that into you like an additional claw. And you take 18 points of Fuck damage. This Fuck this dude. Fuck that. Oh, shit. Good grief. You're down with me now. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at 23 now. Oh, I have 20. Golem comes into the room. Hello. <laughs> they have to come in one at a time. That's how, that's how doorways work. And they're polite. They are. It misses you, Ren, but it does take Thank a swing at God. you. Salt. Yeah, they always do. <laughs> All right. Pew, pew again. 20. Damn. Oh, okay. And seven plus six. You do 30 points of damage as two simultaneous Eldritch Blasts strike against the Chimera. Can I do finger guns? You did. But yeah, nice. these these bolts are incredibly powerful. One of them actually goes in through like the neck hole. Yeah, it, right in the hole. And you see it rose. You see it start <laughs> interfering with whatever magic is in there. Mm -hmm. That magic starts to like look really off. Like uh, it, it's it's still that crackly like reddish lightning, but now it's tinged with like the purple energy that typically mm -hmm. associates with your eldritch blast. Like you've somehow fucked with it. It is now Halifax's turn. Halifax stands up um, and sees the golems. <laughs> Wordlessly, she she a ninja brings up her hand. Oh boy! She like she one of them. Well, she's something tight, and she starts glowing with red fire energy from like like the top of both of her arms down to her hands and then she points it at the golem that's in the doorway and snaps her fingers and casts hellish rebuke Ooh, i like that one what Which class is she it's a good one does shoot is that a warlock she's a sorceress sweet uh, -huh. uh she does 25 damage as this thing explodes wow. in a fiery plume damn girl where you been yeah girl, where you been? <laughs> This one, when it dies, um, because of just the nature of how these golems work, it detonates into dust. So visibility is reduced and range attacks have disadvantage for two turns. But that golem is dead as shit. Mm, for the whole room or just... For the room, and yeah. And more to go. Like, like, oh. <laughs> They're just coming in. Put your masks on, everybody. We're going to be fine. It is now the turn of... I'm going to use my dissonant whispers on the chimera. Yeah, I take damage even if I resist that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it dies. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to this chimera as you cast your dissonant whisper spell? Time's up. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good before the kill. Uh, yeah, you say time's up. And there is a little, there's a little crackle of energy um, actually from your mouth. Like that looks a little bit like lightning as you say it. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that. Um. <laughs> Almost like a wave of force passed through the air. It touches the chimera. And then you see like the energy of the dissonant whisper, which is kind of like a, like a white lattice work of energy, Ooh, like move across creepy. its skin. And then parts of it start like peeling up and then vanishing. There was like like a wireframe skeleton in this thing, oh, probably when good. someone was putting it together. Mm. 
Is this like when? Oh, never mind. I'm gonna make a really obscure reference that no. No, go ahead. We're a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I was podcast. thinking about when Ganondorf is like disappearing in Ocarina of Time at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. And so yeah, he's it's it's coming apart <laughs> in like these these. Uh, it would be looked like flame, but it's really like the light blue energy of the distant whisper. You see the wireframe skeleton of what was basically a chimera statue start to also fall apart um, until only thing left is that reddish energy oh, which starts to condense down it, it kind of looks like the eldritch blast that salt shot into it that's kind of like compressing it in some way because um, it was still like shooting around in there until finally um, the energy condenses down into what looks like a small red rock and now it's just sitting on the ground it's a god oh shit <laughs> and as soon as it lands on the ground uh oh the golems that are outside the door, you don't hear them anymore. Thank Christ. Thank God. <laughs> Light starts pouring in from the windows. <laughs> So the shield's down? No, the shield's still up. It's just light. There's light in here now. It hasn't oh. been nighttime this whole time. No. Oh, shit. We were lied to. I don't know what time is Daylight anymore. savings time is full of shit. It's for the farmers. <laughs> it's for the farmers. Sometimes I look at daylight and I'm like, who saved who? You know? Right? <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, That's true. Uh, 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 uh. And yeah, you guys just start immediately feeling like you're not anywhere weird anymore. Like you're, oh, you're back in the school. And everything's trashed yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, like this room's messed up, and probably <laughs> other rooms too. I'm every room we stepped foot in. Yeah. Is it was also the, we could blame it on the chimera. Yeah, that thing went wild. And now that you have your cover story, yeah. <laughs> the chimera ate everyone's lunches out of the fridge. I don't know. Rexon shudders himself and sits back up, and is like, "Oh man, did you guys win? What happened?" You did it. You, you did it, Rexon. You did it. I knew it. I knew it. I fucking <laughs> look knew it, it, man. Look it. I fucking it. knew it. Look it. That's right. Your hair is completely intact. What kind of glue did you use for those spikes? Huh. Monk glue. I oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, but he, he stands up. He's like, yeah, that's right. I beat that chimera. Remember the name. Rexon. Is that two X's or one? Two. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's a little much. He goes out the door. He's like, that's right. Beat a chimera. Did he didn't do shit. Let him have Let it. Let him have it. <laughs> and yeah, Halifax, she turns back to you guys and you see like... Is her poison gone? No, no, her poison's gone. Okay. Yeah, you, th that was one of the first things that you, I'm sure you checked when the chimera died. You kind of yeah. glanced over. <laughs> <laughs> she looks fine. You do notice that her eyes are still red. Um, her eyes turned red when she cast that spell and she was like, oh, wow, that was so cool. Oh, no, are they doing... Are they... Are they, are they yeah, doing the yeah, thing? Yeah, it's fine. They look yeah. good. Oh. Yeah, you look, you look calm hot. down, right? Yeah. Do you want some magical eye? Oh, that was a dream. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, no, I'm fine. Um, yeah, cool. Good job. Thank you. You guys, mm -hmm. did, that was awesome. That was very impressive. Yeah. yeah. I imagine you pick up the uh, you pick up the red stone that was mm. um, sitting on the ground there. I eat um, it. I okay. <laughs> Do you really? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, you pick up the small red stone. Can we assume that the other rooms, there are no more students hiding, or should we check that type of thing? Uh, let's just say, a lot of extra let's work. say that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Is like, it like a PA? We could just jump on from that room and be like... If well, no, you killed the Chimera. I mean, even if there are other students, they're not in any danger anymore. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah. Let them hang out. Yeah, let's go, they're good. Let's go see our girl. Okay, yeah, you go Which down... One? Danvers or Bill? Oh, we're going to talk to Danvers. Believe yeah, you we're going to figure it out. We got some words for you. She's my... Um, Den mother. You go down the stairs, walk past Dell's den, go to the door where the practice building is. And when you pop over the door, you still see Professor Danvers there holding the blue orb, channeling the light. 
and I go, hey, Danvers, I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> Hold a moment. And then oh. she pulls back okay. the stone. She's like, what did you say, dear? I actually couldn't hear you. This is soundproof. What'd you say? What's soundproof? Oh, the wall the I put up. What's going on? What's up with that rock in your hand? Oh, this thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I found it a long time ago on a battlefield. It's cool, right? <sighs> Did you just use this object to, quote unquote, help people not knowing what its properties were? I mean, it made a big wall. That's what I wanted it to do. Yeah, but maybe the wall also did some other things that you from the outside. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, yes. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm the one who's only put students in secret little chambers to make chicken all this time. I'm going to cut you off right there. Let's get Halifax in here. (laughs) You ain't shit and you ain't no shit. Meet my little sorcerer friend. And then, uh, and then Halifax is like, hello, Professor Danvers. I, I do believe that the energy of the chimera interfered with your godstone because it had one of its own. And she holds out the little red rock she had and she was like, nope, nope, don't let her touch it. Professor Danvers, um, you have no control over this because Halifax handed it to her. Oh, damn it, Halifax. Halifax Great. hands out the, the godstone and, uh, and Danvers reaches out and grabs it and she's like, so this was the culprit, eh? Interesting. You help. Come with me, children. And oh, she okay. walks through the doorway back uh, into the practice building. Really use a granola bar or something right now. She walks down to the home ec room and opens it. And inside are Dell and the other kids. What's up, bros? Dell's um, den. <laughs> I thought you said Dell's dead. And I was like, what? what? No, Dell's den. Dell looks and she's like, Professor Danvers. Hey, you guys. Uh, is everything okay? Honey, we had a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give me all your granola. <laughs> I heard there was granola in here. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you guys are in this class, third drawer. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, what? You gotta be snotty about <laughs> it. Professor, yeah. Professor Danvers walks to the front of the classroom, and she um, reaches into her desk, into a bottom drawer, and she pulls out what looks like a little Bunsen burn, um, and she sits it down. Oh. And she holds up the uh, she holds up the blue stone for a second, and it kind of flashes like a, a small like white light. And then the Bunsen burner snaps on, and it starts glowing this purplish flame. And she's like, "So this red stone is probably used to make I don't know that art project. I'm assuming that's what it was, an art project of some kind." The thing that tried to kill us and poison people? And she's like, hey, you know, I mean, sometimes art can be really cool. Okay, okay. If you're really into art, I want you to consider this. Yeah, what's the syllabus? Blue (laughs) plus red is what makes purple. Did you think about that? Oh. Did you consider that? Uh, I'm not sure what point you're trying to make here. Bitch, you are part of this. You help cause this. Well, my bad. Just to prove that no, everything's don't, cool, don't watch this. Do don't please, don't. You're giving please, me anxiety. She holds the she holds the red godstone over the Bunsen burner, and it just starts to dissipate. And after a few seconds, it just burns away to. It looks like a like a small piece of granite. Oh. And it falls to the ground. So a hot plate can destroy a god. No, yeah, it, so it, the god was a marshmallow. It melted the forbidden Jolly Rancher. Yeah. I was going to eat it. I know. Later. Well, well, Miss Maximus, now you can. And she hands you the piece of granite. She doesn't know if you're really going to eat it. She just said, she seems like you liked it. Thanks. <laughs> cool. And then um, the other kids, they all thank you profusely for saving their lives. <laughs> And they walk out of the classroom. We have one more piece of business to attend to. You three. Um, Halifax also left. She took off. Hi, um, Halifax. Ren, you're already in the club. Thank you. But you two, 
This was a good initiation, I would say. You did a great job getting in there, not getting killed by a chimera. That's exactly the kind of thing we're looking for at home ec. Mm. Do we have to... Are you there? Yeah. How much, in, how much involvement do you have with the yeah, club? On oh, 100%. I'm at every meeting. So we, we would have to be around you a lot? Yes. Mm. But I'm in the club. <laughs> Is there some sort of plainer For version no of club. Rate My Professor that we can access? <laughs> nope. <laughs> she reaches into her, her desk. Del puts her hand over her eyes and she's like, oh my God. And then um, <laughs> Professor Danvers pulls out the, they look like armbands and they just say home ec on them. <laughs> and she tosses them to each of you. Like before, you notice that home ec is all in capitals and this time, also, there's periods after each letter. Oh, my God. Is this, a, is this an Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. fucking thing? As a matter of fact! <laughs> <laughs> Children, you are now proud members of the Hunters of Magical Energy, Enigmas, and Creatures. Ooh. Oh. Welcome to Home Ec Club. <laughs> oh, sweet. So am I not going to learn how to make popcorn on the stovetop? Mm. I mean, we do that, too. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, Dell is like... Great. Oh, wait. So she was trying to keep it low key. <laughs> she goes, it's super embarrassing how into this she is. Well, did you just see what we did? Yeah, I maybe mean, there's a good use. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> Fine. No, but I get what you mean. I see what Dell's saying. Yeah, yeah congratulations. You guys have joined the Home Act Club. <laughs> uh, that was all I wanted to achieve with this adventure. You guys Question. Mm -hmm. What drawer is the granola in? Yeah. And does it change? Does it, ch it stays in that drawer? Is there paint? <laughs> Are you telling me that the granola's there? <laughs> uh, yeah, third drawer from the top, like, by the window. Oh, cool. Thanks. That's For the future. <laughs> Obviously, next time is going to be the real the real meat and potatoes adventure. We're done with our I little... don't know. That one was pretty hot. Hey, everybody. It's JoJo. Thank you for listening to The Rolls We Made, because the real podcasts were The Rolls We Made along the way. I hope you're all doing amazingly well. Listen, Squad, I got to tell you, we've been taking on more responsibilities lately, and it has been a rough putt. Like, we just do consider this my venting session for a second as the dungeon master. Yes, right. This is JoJo, the dungeon master. We do a lot of work on JoJo Has Fun, which is the Let's Play channel associated with us. YouTube.com slash JoJo Has Fun. Get hype. And on top of that, we do... Uh, this podcast, and we're starting another one. We're starting another podcast, the JoJo Has Fun Crew, that is a really, really exciting, um, really fun, really funny, and we're hoping that it's something that, and it is a lot of work and a lot of time. Them's the breaks. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're, we're, I'm recording this this part uh, the night before the episodes due, which we, we modified the schedule of all of our creative work in order to prevent this, and guess what? Couldn't prevent it par for the course my man but i will say this this is by far one of my favorite episodes of the roles we made because we just halifax who is my favorite character she's my main i would have to say that halifax is my main we also introduce a lot of other characters for ren hemlock and salt to help fill out sort of their backgrounds you're gonna see that in a second which is really exciting for me and you get to hear about the world that that we made um the 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 plane that they're on yeah, I, I like I like the design of it. It's sort of simple and elegant and gives me free reign to kind of do whatever I want. When you make a holodeck of a game, that's what you want. And that's what Dungeons & Dragons, or really any role-playing game, is. 
Folks, listen. When it comes to playing games, we here at The Rolls We Made know a little something about playing games. But you know what we don't know a lot about? Where to play those games. Because you gotta play them somewhere. Where, where do you do it? Like, where do you, where do you keep all your books and your notes and your pieces of paper? And all of your, your, your snackies? I'll tell you where you keep them. You keep them on a table. And who has the best tables? Well, I'll tell you. It's Legendcraft. Legendcraft is a Canadian woodworking business that specializes in making cool, nerdy furniture and accessories for all tabletop games. Head on over to legendcraft.ca to customize your own gaming table today. And if you want 5% off your purchase, be sure to use the offer code ROLLSWERMADE, all one word, at checkout. All purchases made with the code ROLLSWERMADE will directly support and listen. You, you need a table, sure. But you know what else you might need? Huh, a lot of cool stuff. For example, what if you have cool figures? Where are you going to keep those? <laughs> I'll tell you where you keep them. You'll keep them on some floating island shelves. And don't even get me started on the rolling rods, because if you need a place to keep your dice, a rod of rolling is what you need. Head on over to legendcraft.ca. Use the offer code Rolls Were Made. Support them. Support this show. Legendcraft. Start your own legend. If you want to support this show in a way other than visiting our sponsors, you can, of course... Give us a good review and listen to us on your podcatcher of choice, Apple Podcasts, Google Play until it goes away, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Be nice. Listen to us a bunch because let me tell you, it helps a lot. The next episode is going to come out on August 28th, and that is going to be the start of the next arc, which I have titled the third act which makes sense because it's the third arc uh thank you for enjoying this fun little dungeon crawl arc and enjoy the rest of the story bye hemlock you go back to the dorm now a proud member of the home at club sweet I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, how do you feel about that? I, you know what? You wearing um, your armband? It's super cool looking because it was hand knitted. Oh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah, I'm wearing you, it. <laughs> hey, what color is it? Uh, what color do you want it to be? Spring willow colors. Yeah, I guess spring willow colors. Pink and mint. Yeah, I'm wearing it that. Go, it goes with your out. It goes with your uniform, actually. Okay, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. Yeah, I feel today's been whirlwind. But I am still a little miffed about what happened with the drama club. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still. And scene. <laughs> so but, I mean, you know, you can't get everything that you want. Hey, you know, you, you miss all the shots you, you, you don't take or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that's an apt saying in this particular instance. Does Wayne Gretzky exist here? Yeah. Fantasy Wayne Gretzky. Fantasy Wayne. He, is, he was wise. Yeah. He's a, he's a centaur. They're especially okay. good at hockey. He's a, yes. The horse hooves. The horse hooves allow nice. him to slide on the ice yeah. quite well. Yes. He plays goalie. He does. And he, he consistently talks about all the shots that, as a centaur, he needs to take. Blessed. Twice actually, as many because he's part horse. He's actually talking about his vaccines. Yes. <laughs> Hemlock, you go back to the dorm. Mm, 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 mm. Some kids are kind of hanging out in the front lawn, but not as many as, as you would imagine. Are they playing hacky sack? Yeah, some playing hacky sack. When you go in, Naylor is kind of sitting behind the desk, and she looks bored, like she's reading a magazine, whatever the fan. Uh, it, is it Red Mage Book? Boom! Yes, there it's it Red <laughs> Mage Book. <laughs> Jeff is delighted with himself right now. <laughs> no, she's sitting there reading, and she's like, "Hemlock, you have a visitor." I'm sorry, what? You have a visitor. Did they sign in? 
Of course they did. What's where's the sign in? Where it always is on the clipboard on the desk. Okay. Why are you I... being so weird about this? Well, it's not visitors aren't a thing that happens too often. I would just like What are you talking about? Today's been a bit of a day, so I don't want any more surprises. Who's here to see me? She's your secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on my calls. <laughs> she introduced herself as the magnificent bee. Where is she? She's in the common room. Hemlock, when you go into the common room, <laughs> you see like maybe 30 kids crowding around like the center of the room. She's 30 kids in a trench coat? No salt. Oh. And every so often uh, they go, ooh, or ah. Oh, no. Someone's doing street magic in there. <laughs> My ears are burning. And as you listen closer, you, you do hear the unmistakable patter. Uh-oh. I come from a land far away, a land of myth and legend, and I bring back to you wonders, both amazing and terrifying. She pulls a coin behind someone's <laughs> You know how to do that. Trick. That's my thing. I'm sure you say that out loud. It's crowded up everyone going, wow. <laughs> Guys, I do that all the time. What are you doing? <laughs> and finally, when you get to the front, you see... Who it is? Uh, it is a human woman. She's about five eight. She's wearing a top hat, <laughs> um, and she has like like a like a long like a suit with like a tailcoat. Zatanna. Well, no, she doesn't wear fishnets. Okay. She wears pants. Um, she's a legit magician. All right. A logician. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for doing it, so I didn't have to. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes portmanteau <laughs> has to be borne by all of us. It's very important. <laughs> And behind her is like a table with a sign that does say the Magnificent Bee, Herald of the Arcane. You don't call her that. You call her Beatrix because Hemlock, this is your older sister, Beatrix Jones. She kind of resembles um, Pippi Longstocking. Oh, for sure. She's freckly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, She's freckly. freckly. So yeah. you're going back home and Genuine is, is walking with you. And curiously enough, he's keeping pace with you. He's not trying to fuck around. As you're walking back, he goes, uh, listen, Salt, I know things got a little rough in there, but uh, I'm really glad you decided to trust me and not, uh, not turn on that crystal. I appreciate your warning. And because of that... We're friends? Not even close. I can come to your birthday party? I don't have those. What? However, I will do you a little favor. Okay. I'm going to lay low for a little while. Is that really favor? You'll see why. Okay, is there cake? And then you see Genuine, like normally when you see him like disappear, he does exactly that. This is different. Hmm. Genuine kind of sits down. The makeup of his body starts to like become more transparent. Cool. Until finally, after a few seconds, he just dissipates to nothing. And then you can, you know, he's not around. Hmm. It's very disturbing, actually, I would argue, because you yeah. felt his presence for since you got your powers. Yeah. And now you don't feel him. Ooh, you so still bad. feel your powers. You still feel like you could cast an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> I'm sure you do with the street. Oh, oh yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure. Just to, just to keep the street in order. Wait a second. Uh. Keep the fingers limber. You do not detect Genuine anymore. Hmm. And then when you get back to your house um, and you're walking up to the front door, you open it and you see a flurry of activity. There are people in my house. Well, you have other servants. I only bring up Bookbag because, I mean, he's the, he's the, he's the key character. I have many servants. But you have many, you don't have you have many servants, and they are running around frantically sweeping and cleaning and guiding all of it. At the head of the stairs is uh, Richard Maximus. 
mm. who is in this campaign, regardless of how often you guys try to avoid him. Sweetie, sweetie, thank God you're here. Thank God you're here. Okay, listen, I need you. I need you to go to your room. I need you to get in the nice dress. I need you to get in your nice dress, okay? Dad, go get your you, nice dress. Did you do the cocaine again? It's important. Go get in the nice dress. It's, it's important. It's going to be super important. Please, 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 please. And then, he, and then he runs off to go yell at some more okay. servants. All right. Well, you don't have to make me dress up fancy. Yeah. Do you do, you do that? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> you come back off, out from your room and like, what is your fancy dress? My fancy dress is very ruffly. It's got a big hoop skirt and lots of ruffles and lace and some sequins. Okay. And then some pearls. Okay. And then some That's like emeralds. I do. I do all that. <laughs> That's a dress Danielle has. I'm it's describing one now. of my dresses, yes. And you see all of the servants are now lined up in the in the central hall. Richard is kind of standing at the base of the stairs. Like there's a big grand staircase in the foyer of your house. Bookbag taps him and points at you and he's like, Oh, perfect. Sweetie, come here, come here, come here. Do you want to do that? Sure, why the hell not? You go down to the bottom of the steps and after a few more seconds, Richard looks like he he looks like nervous. Like, really, really nervous. And then the door, the big front door, um, there's a big knock against it. Two of the servants run over and pull it open. And in walks the giant suit of armor that you killed in your bedroom earlier. Okay. Cool. Super. Big giant suit of armor. Yeah, I thought I killed you. All of the servants kind of, like, like step back and kind of avert their gaze because they're, they're trying to be very respectful of this giant suit of armor. And it walks up to uh, Richard and you. It's towering over you both. Um, very tall person, whoever's in this suit. But um, not as big as when it was in the room and it was, like, eight feet tall. This yeah. person's, like, maybe six feet. Okay, okay. Uh, Richard is he's, he's smiling super wide, and he's like, Sweetheart, you're back. I'm sorry, what? And then the figure picks off its helmet, and it is a, a human woman, probably in her 40s. She has very, very tight braids against her head, tight braids of, like, black hair that kind of go down into, like, a strip. Mm. Um, like, there's a bunch of them. And um, she, she kind of looks at Richard like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. But then she looks over at you, and, and she's like, hello, Salt. Hi. And that's where we'll leave that. Okay. Bye. Ren, you're going to hate love this. Okay. Oh, my. You don't have one of those. You don't have what they had. Oh, cool reunions with people. You're already good with your family. Yeah, your family's tight. You have a really good family and support structure. You get back home. It's kind of a chill night. You go to bed. And as before, you you lapse into that dream. Oh, God. Um, Dreaming again. And you you go through the whole thing again. You're at the Spring Willow Fountain. You have the eye drops. He pulls up in the Arcanist mobile. He says, hop in, Ren. And you get to drive. You drive the car all the way up to Mount Helene, and it's it's super fun. I mean, like, I don't know that we drove that point home. Like, these Arcanist mobiles are fun to drive, and Lullard they had a fucking like they're sick on ass rails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's from Pretty Woman. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and, and just as before, like, the exact same thing plays out. He hops out motions you over. He talks about his big plans. He talks about how he wants you to take over the business while he's away. He once again points to the spot where you know where Salt used to live and he says that's where we're going to put the Ren Steffens Theater for the Performing Arts and also we gamble here. <laughs> and also we gamble here. <laughs> I love it. He's not so good with the names. <laughs> and then he gets to the point where he says, what do you say Ren? And then just as before you hear that incredibly loud tearing sound. <laughs> Thank you, Foley man. But again, like 
10 billion times louder. <laughs> and in the far distance, you see um, what looks like a black line going towards uh, Springwell from the south of town going north. As it moves, you see that behind it, the field is separating like someone is pulling at a zipper. Oh. It gets to the south part of town where, you know, where there's some tract housing and where Spring Willow Tech is. It just starts passing through it. The town starts falling. And you see lights starting to go out. And you think you hear screaming. God. You see, like, all the buildings that it's passing around, like, are falling in. You see Spring Willow Academy fall down. Um, what do you want to do? Goes out for summer, bro. <laughs> What do I want to do? Throw yourself into it. Be like, hey, hey, Lello, do you see in this? Yes, I am. Ren, we should probably go. Yes, yeah, so we should probably get out of here. You run to the Arcanist mobile. You hop in the driver's seat, and Lel hops in the passenger. Uh, Lello hops in the passenger seat. I like Lel. <laughs> Lel's good. You see that the splitting apart doesn't stop. It gets to the north side of town, and then you just you don't see Spring Willow anymore. It's gone, and you just jam on the the gas of the Arcanist mobile, and it starts driving north. There is a path around Mount Helene that leads to the other side, going more north, as if you were going to travel to Celestia, but yeah. it really doesn't take that long. For a little bit, you're able to keep ahead of it, but it's it's deafening. It's so loud, you, you actually stop being able to hear after a while. <laughs> Thank you, Hemlock. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the Arcanist mobile start to tip backward. Uh, know that feeling? Uh. It just tips completely back, and it tumbles upside down. You slip out of the seat, and now you're falling very fast into this chasm. Like, you actually see, like, the sides of the earth. Like, yeah. you see, like, dirt and roots and stuff. Do you see any fossils? <laughs> probably. You know what? I'm going to say yes. There's probably, like, a T-Rex skeleton down yeah. there. Yeah. And as you're falling, it's, it's strange because you feel scared for, like, a while, and then it stops. It's like you run out of being able to be scared as you're falling because you're falling for a very long time. Like you stop seeing the sides of what you guess is the planet. And now you are in this gigantic space, this gigantic void. And from your perspective, it looks like a star field. Uh oh. And you gather the reason it looks like this is because like those are holes in the earth where light's coming through. And that's the thing that you're, you're having trouble wrapping your mind around because that would mean that, like, this is happening all over the place. Ugh. And that's when you first see it in the center, what you can perceive as the center, because there is light being cast um, in this massive space. You see a small black, it looks like a disc. Mm. And the closer you get to it, the worse you feel. <laughs> yes. And as you get closer, you realize this thing is enormous. And as you get closer to it, you see that it's like a cloud inside of a glass ball. You think you see your reflection inside of the glass. And then you feel yourself literally be the force of this shape. The size of it just rips you apart. And it is agonizing. But you don't lose consciousness. That sucks. You're still like aware. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel your body anymore, but you still feel pain. That's some And you shit. feel totally cut off from everything. Like, you've been sad before, but you've never felt what this is. You've never felt, like, this, this endless, like, loneliness. 
and you don't know how long you're in this state. You have no clue. Your, your sense of time is gone. Make a perception check. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fight through the pain. Still a game. <laughs> 19. I'm so glad that happened. Oh, cool. <laughs> you are going to be waking up in your bed, and you're going to be screaming, and you're going to be inconsolable. That's fun. Daniel Steffens is going to be trying to hold you down as you're thrashing around. Uh. Ellen's going to have her like try to be holding your head down and telling you everything's going to be okay. What's wrong? What's wrong? Everything's fine. Because in this dream, you know that you're stuck in this space where there's nothing but misery. And that's where you're going to stay. But the last thing that you remember before you wake up is you hear a voice. An actual, like, a voice, like, with, it's in the room with you. And the voice says, well, I guess we'll figure it out next time. <laughs> Who is it? Um, yeah, you recognize the voice. It's Doan's. Doan's.